Kira from KiraWilliamsFitness.com and today we are going to be talking about the one thing that is such a huge game changer when it comes to your success in achieving your goals, especially when it comes to nutrition. This thing, this one, just one thing is a absolute game changer. I mean, it will make or break you, seriously. So let's get into it. This thing, it's just simply learning about yourself and learning about nutrition. Education is always fundamental to success, right? The more you know, the more you can apply, the more success you're gonna have. So we're gonna talk about the three ways that I help my clients become more educated when it comes to nutrition and achieving their goals through Commit to Fit. So Commit to Fit is my quarterly 12-week program. I take about 20 new women every quarter and we work together very closely to help them achieve their goals. So one of the first things, actually, like it's fundamental to commit to fit is increasing self-awareness. We need to know as much as we absolutely can about ourselves. And it is actually kind of wild to watch my clients grow just from the self-awareness that they gain through this program. Even my clients who I feel like really know themselves well, I feel like they even grow immensely through this program. And then my clients who kind of just go through life without realizing like much about themselves, they grow immensely too. And all of these things are paramount to your success. So let me give you some of the examples. There's just like the basic physiological things like how many calories you burn in a day. So I actually use this online calculator that's pretty freaking accurate to help you understand how many calories you burn in a day. Like just the calories that you burn in a day, like if you were to get like be in bed and like not move the entire day. And then we layer in your activities from brushing your teeth, taking a shower, getting dressed, driving to work, working all day. Then we layer also layer in the energy you expend from your steps, from your actual workouts. All of those things get layered in. So for example, um, mine, I burn about 12, just over 1200 calories a day, just being alive. But once you layer in all of my activities and my workouts, then I'm over 2,200. And a lot of women just don't realize how many calories they burn. So going through this calculation with them is really eye-opening because then they see why we talk about, like I, I specifically talk about how, you know, it can be really dangerous to eat such a low amount of calories. You know, people come to me, they're like, oh, I eat 1300 calories a day. And it's like, babe, you burn like 2400. You're in a huge deficit. So that's one factor. But then also learning about like 
your hydration status. Are you drinking enough water? Let's measure it. Let's talk about how you feel. Do you have low energy all day? Do you just kind of like you go into your workouts and you just feel like you have nothing? Maybe you're not hydrated enough. You know, let's talk about what color your urine is. Is it light yellow? If not, let's bring in more water. Oh, you don't love water. Okay, cool. Let's add these things and bringing that hydration level up and like, oh, wow, you know, I have a lot more energy and I don't have headaches anymore self-awareness. Um, then we get into more of like the deeper stuff. Um, we talk a ton about digestion. Digestion's huge because you aren't what you eat. You are what you absorb. So if your digestion is off, then this is going to throw off a ton of other stuff. You, you're having proper digestion is so massively important. Um, we're going to look at certain foods that you eat that you might not tolerate very well. They give you, they make you bloated. Maybe they give you indigestion. Um, maybe you have, you deal with eczema, you deal with hives, you deal with um, acne. All of those things come back to your digestion. So we are going to look at what you're eating and how does that make you feel initially? And then what are some of the other byproducts that take place based on what you're eating? So I'm actually working with a woman right now who deals with chronic hives and we are starting to tie back what those, those symptoms to what she's eating and working on lowering her histamine levels through nutrition just so that way she is not experiencing those chronic hives anymore. I experience eczema when I eat certain things or I experience acne when I eat too much dairy. So increasing the self-awareness of what it is we're eating and how it impacts our digestion immediately as well as long-term is incredibly important as well. But then let's also layer in your nervous system and your stress levels and what's going on there. Because if you are, if you're in this chronically stressed state, then there's a much more greater chance that your digestion is not as great as it could be. What can we do to peel back your stress to get you into more of a rest and digest state so that way your digestive system is working in a more impactful way. Um, and then, you know, the nervous system is just, it plays such a huge role and people have, we have acute stress and acute stress can be very positive and very beneficial. Um, however, chronic stress can be incredibly detrimental to the body. So let's look at that. You know, are you, are you in an incredibly stressed out state? You know, you might have really great coping mechanisms, but you are constantly dealing with indigestion and you also are struggling to lose body fat. Is that because of your sleep schedule? Is that because of something that's going on at work? What can we do to alleviate, alleviate those stressors so that way 
you feel better, you digest your food better, you are, your hormonal status is improved. So that way you can actually lose the body fat that you are here with me trying to lose. Um, and honestly, I have clients that are all over the place that we have to recognize like kind of our mental bandwidth. Um, like I have clients who, who, okay, so I've got this one particular client and she, her living situation is not amazing. She's living with, um, in-laws and, you know, at first it was, it was very stressful. She was like, you know, cleaning the home and like kind of settling in. And so it was like, Hey, listen, um, let's really just like focus on making sure you eat four or five times a day. And let's also focus on making sure that you get in your workouts because those things were already kind of habit for her. So it's like, let's just really like hone in on those habits and not layer in anything else. But now that she's, you know, she's in there, she's in her routine. Um, her workouts are second nature. She's always eating four or five times a day. We are starting to focus on balancing her blood sugar because that's, she has the bandwidth to do that right now. And, you know, I, always try and meet my clients where they're at but so many people don't understand where they are themselves to understand the bandwidth that they may or may not have so you know then i have this other client who i'm like hey i really want to work on um tweaking your macros and get, getting you to eat more which is going to require you tracking but the problem is that she has like seven trips planned this summer and she's training for a marathon and so she just doesn't have the bandwidth to do that right now and so increasing your self-awareness to understand what kind of bandwidth you have so that way you don't overcommit to trying something with me or or with yourself you know you're not saying okay yeah i'm gonna sign up and i'm gonna start tracking and i'm gonna give you my macros seven days a week and then not be able to follow through with it and then you know just feel crappy about yourself because you can't do something or you failed when you didn't actually fail you just didn't have the bandwidth so let's create enough self-awareness to recognize that I don't have the bandwidth for that right now. Let's just focus on the basics and build on what I'm already doing. And then once I do have the bandwidth, let's come back to that. I've gotten really, uh, <laughs> this is like sort of nutrition related, but this is all like things that I consider when I'm working with my clients in Commit to Fit. Um, also creating some awareness around blood sugar. Like I was just saying, that's really helpful for some people. Um, you know, whether it's wearing a glucose monitor, doing the finger prick testing, or just simply listening to your own body. Um, for example, something that I was doing, um, for lunch, I would have my, my chicken, my chicken turkey, I would have my vegetables, and then I would have white rice. And it actually ended up being about 700 calories worth of food. But after I, and it was all really great stuff, but then after I was done eating, I would then get really, really tired. And then once I was wearing the glucose monitor, I learned that I was having a major spike and then I was having a major drop off. So like, let's look at that. Let's look at how all these foods make you feel. So that way we can 
try and keep that blood sugar level balanced so you're not having the peaks, the drops, the mood swings, the, um, the cravings that come along with that. And then recognizing whether or not you are in fact restricting food. Um, because I'll tell you what, like I have clients who they think that they're like, they're like, oh yeah, I just like, this is just how I eat. And they don't feel like it's too strict, but Monday through Friday, they track and they eat perfectly and you know, they eat 1500 calories a day and they get plenty of protein and all this stuff that like looks good on paper, but every single weekend they just blow it up. And so it's like, Hey, maybe you are actually being too restrictive in Monday through Friday. Let's add in a few things that feel like treats that feel like mental alleviation from your diet so that way you don't end up completely going overboard on the weekends. Is that helpful? Let's look at that. Just increasing the self-awareness. All right, second thing, we need to increase some, or educate, I educate my clients, help my edu clients become educated about what's actually in their food. So from a caloric standpoint, of course, I mean, I, I personally don't know how many calories are in, you know, 80 grams of apple, but, and I don't expect anyone else to know that either, but just simply sometimes I, I don't think that everyone should track, but I do think that tracking can be a really helpful tool, but just like looking at how many calories are in an apple or, Hey, I really want some almonds. Okay wow, I really had no idea that by eating like this, this amount of almonds that, you know, I've been eating every day after lunch is actually like 300 calories worth of almonds. That's a lot. Um, so learning the calories that are in food can be very, very helpful. Um, and then learning about your macros. So not necessarily going like, okay, I need to make sure that I eat four ounces of chicken and four ounces of sweet potato and then get my veg. Like maybe for some people that's a good thing, but I don't necessarily think about, think that applies to everyone. However, being able to understand what food is a good source of each macronutrient I do think is very, very valuable because then you, you can look at food. So let's say you are going to a breakfast buffet in your hotel. You can say, okay, all right, I know I want to get some protein. Okay. So we've got three, three macronutrients, right? We've got protein, we've got fat and we've got carbs. And if we get one of each of those in all of those meals that's going to help us be really balanced. It's going to help us maintain our blood sugar levels. It's going to help us have more energy. We are less likely to be nutrient deficient. We will stay fuller longer. There's just these wonderful benefits, which I talk endlessly about in Commit to Fit. But you go, okay, I need to, I need a protein source. All right, cool. There's some hard boiled eggs over there. I'm going to grab a few of those hard boiled eggs have yolks, which contain a good, good portion of fat. So now I've got my protein and I've got my fat. Now I just need to add some carbs in cool. There's a banana. It doesn't so, or like if you are, you want a smoothie, you're like, okay, I've got to make sure I've got a protein source in this smoothie. So I'm going to grab some Greek yogurt. 
and you go, all right, now I need to add in some fat. I'm gonna do, I want chia seeds. I want chia seeds, they've got fat in them, but also chia seeds have carbs. Okay, cool, so maybe I'm gonna do half of half of a banana instead of a whole banana. Or, um, you know, looking at what, the, honestly, the way that we make our dinners here is we go, okay, what protein are we having? Mondays, we always have chicken. Tuesday, I'm uh, sorry, for, <laughs> we always have chicken on Mondays. And then um, our protein source on Tuesdays, we always have shrimp. Our protein source on Wednesdays, we always have pork. Um, and then we look at what kind of, what are, where are we gonna get our, our carbs from? On Mondays, we make salads, so our carbs you know, obviously there's carbohydrates and vegetables that we put in our salads, but like tonight we are putting stone fruit. So we, we've got um, nectarine, we've got peach, we've got cherries that are all going into that salad. So that's our great carb source. Then tomorrow um, we do tacos. So my little, my little taco shells, great source of carbs. Wednesday, source of carbs. I think this week we've got potatoes, but sometimes we switch that out. We do a grain. Um, then I, we always want to make sure we have some kind of a source of fat. So Monday, um, tonight our fat source is actually going to be cheese. Um, sometimes it's the olive oil in our dressing. Sometimes it's avocado. Um, Tuesday fat source, um, avocado because I love that on my tacos. And then Wednesday fat source, we do a very lean pork. Um, so I believe our fat source on Wednesday maybe the cooking oil. Um, I believe that's what it is on Wednesday. So you can look at a plate and you can see like, okay, I know that I need to have each one of these macronutrients and I see what each one of these macronutrients is in my meal. And you can create meals so much more easily when you know what food is a good source of each of those macronutrients. And then we get into our micronutrients as well, understanding, um, you know, when we, when you know, okay, so you know that kale has a lot of different vitamins in it, and I, and I, I don't know off the top of my head, but like, I'm pretty sure it's like some vitamin A, some vitamin C, um, there's some other stuff, but we've got kale, right? And you're like, right, I'm going to go get, I want this burger. And my options are to have French fries or kale salad. And you go, I'm going to do the kale salad because French fries don't really offer me a lot of micronutrients, but the kale salad is a very micronutrient dense. It's got a lot of vitamins and that vitamin A is going to help with my eyesight. The vitamin C is going to help with my, make my skin look great. It's also going to help boost my immune system because I love my body and respect myself. I am going to choose the kale salad, not because I hate myself. I want to be thin and French fries are going to make me fat, but because I love and respect myself, I'm going to give my body something that is very nutrient dense. So it's very empowering when you make choices because they are more healthy, not out of hatred. Um, and then also understanding what 
our sort the sources of our actual food are you choosing foods that are genetically modified and then have been sprayed with pesticides that have been linked with cancer and are going to increase your overall toxic load are or are you eating foods that come from another country because they are not currently in season where you live right now? Or are you choosing things that are grown from the farmer 25 miles down the road that have been grown with love and the soil has, the soil is healthy and they've got tons of vitamins and minerals in them because it came from healthy soil and it's not been sprayed with these things that are going to increase your toxic load. This stuff makes a difference. And when you're looking at food and commit to fit, it's not just about the numbers, but it's also about what's actually in it, what makes up that food, because that's gonna impact your, your body. It's going to impact whether or not you are going to feel good, look good, and achieve your goals. And then also learning about ingredients too. Um, being able to look at a label and know right off the bat, does this serve me? Does this not serve me? Is what is, what is this like weird made like giant long word? What is that? Um, is that something that serves me? Is that something that I would, I'd be better off avoiding learning about those things because truthfully they make a huge difference, you know, just for an example, um, sugar alcohols um talk about digestion some people just like they just eat things like i've got a client right now um who was constantly bloated well she ate candy that had sugar alcohols remove that learn what sugar alcohols are remove them, then see what happens. Guess what? She's not bloated anymore. Now she can digest food properly and she's going to be healthier because of this. So learning what these things are and learning what they do in your body is so important because I do not want my clients to be tied to me. I don't want my clients to feel like they constantly have to seek my approval or anyone's approval, not even my fitness pal's approval. I want my clients to be able to feel confident in their choices so they can make a choice from a feeling of empowerment, not a feeling of wanting to be smaller and, and out of hate, but a feeling of confidence and love and respect, make the decisions from those places. And then this kind of ties it all in, but just truthfully how to fuel your body, not just a body, not just textbook, the body, but your body, because every single human being is different biologically, physiologically, and psychologically. Like we are all so incredibly different and I want you to be able to make your choices from a place of education. I want you to feel self-reliant and I want you to really understand this stuff because when you understand, like you deeply understand, you are far more likely to follow through because I will tell you what, it is so common to sign up for something and be pumped 
about it and like, yes, I'm going to make this change. It's going to be awesome. And then two weeks later, you're just like, this is hard and I don't care anymore. That is not what we want here. The goal is for you to learn and feel good and maintain some semblance of motivation to stick with this for longer than two or three weeks because it's going to take longer than two or three weeks to achieve your goals. And so if you have that self-awareness to go, okay, maybe I need to pull back a little bit right now, or, Hey, maybe I've been really kind of like, I've been restricting. Maybe I can, you know, add in more things that make me feel like I'm, I have some freedom and then I can stick with this for a longer amount of time. Or maybe, you know, I have been eating this way and I'm just tired all the time and I can't continue to do this. Okay, now we we have more energy needs. Or I want to keep doing this, but I'm just tired of eating the same things over and over again. Cool. Well, let's change some stuff up because there's so many different foods that we have to choose from. We can make a lot of different choices, but we have to have that education there to be able to make those. So with that said, Commit to Fit is currently open for enrollment. You can send me a message and we can chat about this, or you can go to commit to fitcoaching.com. So it's commit the number two fitcoaching.com and uh, get more info and details about that program. It is 12 weeks. Um, it opens quarterly. So please feel free to send me a message if you have any questions about that. But otherwise, um, thank you so much for listening and watching. And I look forward to seeing you in another episode.